Peanut Gallery Podcast, episode 44. Seth, how's it going, man? Tell you what, I'm getting into the Christmas spirit. Because as everyone knows, spirit? Halloween is over. So it's Christmas time! It's Christmas. I don't really like Thanksgiving because I'm yeah. not a turkey guy. Mm-hmm. So just skip it completely. Yep. See, Christmas. do people get like upset when people decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving and everything? And I feel like, oh yeah, I should get upset too because Thanksgiving is important, but I'm really not. I love Christmas. Yeah, Christmas that much. Is way better. And Christmas goes by way too fast to just decorate. Well, because you like have weeks. Thanksgiving at the end of November. Yeah, and then what? it's just Christmas and then New Why Year's and then you're done. Why don't we just move Thanksgiving up? Everyone would appreciate that. Swap we it moved... for Halloween. You don't have to swap it. Replace Halloween. Just maybe the day sure. after Halloween. Yeah, just get Thanksgiving done quickly right after Halloween so that people don't skip over it because it's important, right? We yeah? just got so a petition. We, it, we should. We should they petition because petitions always very work. Very useful. So if we put – all right, so we're putting Thanksgiving where? At the beginning of November, you think? First Thursday of November, Thanksgiving. Okay. And then Christmas. They right after that, it's same. just Christmas. You I agree. Staying the same. See, we were, I was at somewhere and I already had Christmas stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Where was I? I think gold money places. I don't know. Well, they're gonna put stuff out as soon as you, as soon as they can, so yeah. that people start buying stuff. All right, so we're just gonna, so we're just officially, guys, Thanksgiving first Thursday, Thursday, Christmas is staying. That way, we have a good two months. Yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, because it already like gets cut off so fast at the end because then it's New Year's like right after. Exactly. So yeah. it's like Christmas is already gone. You're in the New Year's, so we gotta put it on the front end. Yeah, so we Christmas. can build up. All right, I'm cool. down. So we're celebrating the first Thursday of November, which is today that we're recording it. Yesterday, happy if Thanksgiving. you haven't heard this. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. What are you thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for this incredible show that we're about to do, guys. If you didn't already know, this is the Peanut Gallery Podcast. This, of course, is the place that we provide our completely insignificant and unprofessional opinions about the most important and significant topics of the day. I'm your host, Jared, and with me, as always, is Seth, and we're going to move right into what was nuts this week. Back, we got a lot of stories to cover. Um, one that's actually pretty cool, man. The free market speaking as usual. Maybe, and maybe, yeah. But it's of course, uh, if you've been living under a rock, the NFL has been uh, kind of losing ratings ever since. No, dude. People love the mixture of politics and sports because they're right? kind of. It's like Christmas and Thanksgiving. You know, they just yeah. go together. We should make we those super move. political and stuff. Too. Yeah, I agree. Probably no, but happen. yeah. So. Uh, this past week, you had Papa John's come out and say that they're going to be pulling their ads off of the NFL, citing uh, the NFL has been affecting their sales of their pizza. Yeah. And that's a big deal because Papa John's was – are they the official? They've They're been the, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL since 2010. Yeah, so seven uh, years, I mean. They caught a little bit of flack the beginning – I guess what was it, last year now because uh, the CEO, uh, John Schneider, Snyder, I don't know his name, he donated like $1,000 to Trump. And he's been very oh, pro-Trump. Fire him. Right? So uh, his, their official statement was that the NFL has heard us. Okay. We are disappointed the NFL and its leadership did, did not resolve this. This being the kneeling political crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, leadership starts at the top, and when and this is an example of poor leadership. Noting he thought the issue had been, quote, nipped in the bud a year and a half ago. So it's since he go come out and said, hey, listen, the, all the politics, the NFL's ratings are dropping. I don't know, like I, I, I can't imagine someone's watching that and then sees a Pizza Hut, a Papa John's ad, and then is like, I'm not having Papa John's. Yeah, seems odd to me that they could, but they, I mean, they, they showed graphs of them losing sales. I think what it is is not necessarily people saying boycotting Papa John's because they're the sponsor of it, but just less and less people are watching the NFL, so they're like, well, why are we still paying this so premium much money. price to advertise 
to millions of less people right. week by week kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. And you've seen a lot of people come out and said, like, well, they're only doing this because, of, like, they're pro-Trump or whatever. It's, is, yeah, it has yeah. nothing to do with the NFL losing. I mean, I find it hard to believe that they're not correlated in some way. You also had Pizza Hut come out and be like, well, we're, we haven't seen any effect in sales, so this is bullcrap. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but you're not the official sponsor of the NFL. Like, you're not paying a also, lot more Pizza money. Hut sales and exactly, Pizza Hut, Hut, Hut sales are probably, like, a quarter probably. Who <laughs> orders Pizza Hut? No one cares. <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting, and it is one of those things where it's like uh, uh, th- you have the freedom of speech, right? But it's not the freedom from repercussions. And yeah, absolutely. we're seeing real-world repercussions and declining viewership, declining uh, attendance, and now declining ad people pulling ads because yeah. they just kind of don't want to deal with it. And, you I mean, we have to take them at their word. I think there's no reason for us to think there's anything other than the fact that they have been losing sales. Yeah, because why wouldn't they have dropped it a year and a half ago when Colin Kaepernick started? Yeah, I mean, I would just – yeah, and then so, yeah, I mean – for as far as we know, it's true. I mean, I have no idea how we would even come close to yeah. figuring it out, but it's kind of a big deal. I mean, I think that Absolutely. sponsors, if sp- more sponsors start dropping the NFL, if we start seeing more now, gonna you're going to see them react very quickly, very quickly because it's a business and sponsors think- pulling out is lost, losing money, Absolutely. not good. Do you think that this is going to prompt a response from the NFL commission at all to, to do anything Maybe. or say anything? Or do you think it's going to take I think more more than rating, one, I would say. More ratings drop yeah. and stuff like that. I think we're going to continue to see them dropping. I mean, you've seen yeah. – I don't know what's happening because you're seeing NFL sports drop. You're also seeing like ESPN firing a yeah, crap dude, ton of people. I don't know what's going to happen with sports. Like, Yeah. I it think keeps getting just, super political, man. I would love for them to just kind of learn from this, man. get that out of it, and then kind of return to where they are. Because they obviously had a successful business model. The right. NFL was like the most – the football was like the most watched thing in American television. Mm-hmm. And even when the recession hit, they didn't get hit that much. Like people still went yeah. to games. Because like people, people still need their entertainment. They like sports a well. lot, but yeah. they like sports. They yeah. don't like political sports. And especially like – I'm not a big like a sports guy. I don't watch like ESPN religiously or anything. Mm. But, like, even just having it on, my wife watches it, my brother watches it a lot. Like, some of their talk shows that they have on are just garbage. Like, they're just talking about the most mundane, dumb stuff and has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Or it's super political. I'm like, am I really going to turn to you guys to get political opinions? Like, I just, like, if you're watching this, you kind of just want sports. Yeah. Like I don't even want to turn to CNN or Fox News for politics. <laughs> I don't want to. Go to I definitely don't networks. want to go to freaking ESPN for it. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of interesting, and uh, if uh, good on them. Like if they did see that, I mean, hit them in with where it hurts is the money. So yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Yeah. All right, guys. So this story that we're going to be talking about is a uh, church in Virginia called the um, Church of Christ. Um, it's been a church in Virginia for uh, centuries now because yeah. actually um, George Washington used to go to this church. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert E. Lee went to this church as well. And um, <clears throat> there's been kind of um, a little bit of an uproar. Yeah, a little bit of heat uh, that the church has been getting from kind of both sides now that they've decided this. But there were plaques. I believe there were plaques kind of uh, in the seats where – I think they were up front, but you could easily see them, and they were there during services. During the services, during the worshiping, uh, commemorating uh, George Washington and Robert E. Lee, obviously the two people who used to go to that church. Mm -hmm. Um, And so people were saying that it was distracting for them to worship and go to church there with those plaques there because Mm -hmm. they were both slaveholders. Yeah, and they were specifically – uh, a lot of it was called that was Robert E. Lee. Yeah. And so the church is getting a lot of heat because they've said that they are now moving both plaques, both the George Washington plaque and the Robert E. Lee pack, plaque. Mm-hmm. And then you saw people on the left side saying, oh, this is great. More like we're getting rid of more uh, people Horrible that were slavery slave out of the way. Yeah. And then you saw the people on the right saying, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what we said was going to happen. History. It's being pushed further. Like when yeah. like we talked about the Confederate statues. It's like, yes, 
we understand maybe it's not the smartest thing to have confederate statues out but like it is a slippery slope and we were like we don't want to say yes to these because they're gonna start they're just gonna keep going for things and it seems like something that is uh the self-fulfilling prophecy and that we were right but if you actually look into it it's not as black and white uh what the church has said was that they wanted to remove the lee plaque Uh and because both plaques were uh put there as a set it's kind of like wanted, together you yeah together one or they not, wanted to move remove both if they were going to remove one because yeah. they're both there at the same time and so what they were doing they're just moving to a different part of the church that's not in the sanctuary still for people to see yeah and everything so it's not as like ridiculous i think as a lot of people made it out to be of saying yeah. oh my gosh they're coming because george washington's a slaveholder you did see a lot of people saying that though like oh this is good because washington was indeed a slaveholder yeah and it's just again like <clears throat> we have to understand like putting today's politics <clears throat> in today's society and then putting those morals on people back in, in uh, history, yeah. it's just not a good way to do it, I don't yeah. think. You it's really hard to judge, judge people someone. based on now. Yeah, no, I totally agree, man. And I think, like you said, it's a different scenario for Robert E. Lee a little bit, but like you're commemorating George Washington for the incredible contribution that he right. did to the country, right? And mm-hmm. every everyone sins. Everyone does horrible things. Obviously, slavery was terrible. Uh, but no, with this issue, I think, you know, to distill Washington do down to being a slaveholder is just such a disgrace such to what garbage. he did and his legacy. And it's like you really you don't know, understand. Yeah, you know nothing about history. You yeah. know nothing about the founding. You don't know how revolutionary the political philosophy that the founders had mm-hmm. at that time was. And to just call him a slaveholder is not respecting him in any ways right. or the kind of the incredible um, country that they created. Right. Um, but honestly, I don't have that much of a problem with it. No, I think if, they want. if yeah. They, yeah, obviously they can do what they want, but like if they could have left the George Washington one, whatever, but if they're moving it and it's still in the church, if someone likes the statues, they like seeing the plaque, then they can just walk in and go look at it every time before they go into church. Mm-hmm. If they didn't, then it's not there. Yep. But it's only it's the end of the <clears> world and whatever. But again, you just saw people capitalizing and only picking picking the part of the story that fit their narrative you yeah know? yeah people that are saying well the washington slaveholder but it was really more about lee and the people that were more happy with lee weren't necessarily talking about how we was bringing washington as well i still don't understand how you can feel unsafe or oppressed by the fact that there's a statue somewhere or a plaque or a plaque yeah especially when yeah i don't there. but anyways <laughs> people can be oppressed by pretty much anything. <laughs> that is absolutely anything, true so. Um, this last story we're going to talk about is the Republicans actually just today released their uh, tax plan. So this is the first thing I think they've done <clears throat> since Trump took office. Yeah, they've put out. <laughs> we'll see if it passes. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think um, <laughs> I think it's actually called the cut, cut, cut bill. Um, oh, my gosh. Trump probably named that one. Um, what to do with cuts? Cut, cut, cut. Oh, yeah, exactly. The person making it had, like, a stutter, and the person just, like, wrote it. And, like, cut, oh, cut, well, cut. I already wrote it. Yeah, it's like a movie director. Like, yeah. a scene went horribly wrong. Um, but, no, honestly, there's really not that much bad in this. I don't think it changed. I think it's pretty decent. <clears throat> yeah, no, I think it's definitely decent. It changed a good bit of things, uh, but it didn't do, like, a complete overhaul of the tax system. Like they said they were going to do. Yeah, um... And before we get into it, something that's being said is with these – these are pretty – I mean pretty drastic cuts, especially in the corporate tax rate. Uh, you're going to definitely have to cut back on spending for this to not blow out the deficit and the debt, at least in the short term. Does it matter? I mean, it doesn't matter if you blow out the deficit. <clears throat> yeah, We've been doing cares, a great man. job of doing that for we the have. past couple that's of years. That's something that we're really good at. 
America. Number one in that. The greatest. Uh, but with that being said, so this tax plan, obviously one of the big things is it cuts the corporate tax rate down from 35% to 20%. Mm-hmm. which <clears throat> average corporations in America weren't paying or not average big corporations in America weren't paying 35% no, tax they rate. They barely at all. pay any tax. There's tons of loopholes, tons of uh, I mean they pay the big gun corporations. <laughs> <laughs> These big corporations would spend millions of dollars on tax lawyers and tax evasions to figure it out, but it did hurt smaller even even middle class or um middle sized businesses yeah, because they can't afford to exactly. find the loopholes yeah and they might not qualify for some of these deductible deductions and stuff or like that money that these offshore bigger corporations and stuff. Were. yeah exactly so mm-hmm. lowering it to 20 percent really helps them out so that's a great thing um they minimize the uh there were di- seven different progressive tax brackets based yeah. on income <clears throat> really so confusing i would love for there to be a flat tax i think that I makes think perfect true. sense and a flat tax doesn't mean – I love this argument when you say there should be a flat tax and it's like, well, no, the rich should pay more than the poor. And it's like they are. Do you understand how percentages, percentages work? work? 10% of a million dollars is way more than 10% of $50,000. Yeah, and yeah, and it also goes when – like the hatred for rich people nowadays yeah. you see because people are jealous and feel like they've been slighted because someone's more successful. Yeah. And it's like you understand that they are they're, – they're, not only are they giving more percentage-wise – but if they're also a businessman, like they're hiring people, they're employing people, they're paying other they're people salaries. They're investing in companies. Yeah, they're producing the products. Like, I mean, the, you just – it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, a lot of people don't like when you say this, but the rich people having more money in a capitalist society typically means your economy is booming. But what more if it's a patriarchal society? Then no. Then everyone's no, it's done. I mean, yeah. It's done. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I agree with flat tax. I also – yeah, it just – it seems simple. Like I don't, I'm I'm it's very logical. much dreading taxes coming up because I'm gonna have to start doing them for me and my wife, and that's yeah. gonna be like scared, I'm very scared. It's gonna <laughs> like, like one day just have like lost. a guy coming like you owe us this, and I'm like I have no idea what I owe. <laughs> it made no sense. Um, but yeah, so that's obviously a big one, and uh, another a couple other things that they did is they took out um, some um, tax deductions um, for healthcare. Right. So, like, a lot of times if you had um, pretty high health expenses and stuff like that, you could deduct that from your federal tax rate. Uh, there was also another thing based on uh, children. Children, they up the amount you get per child. Yeah. Um, and, there and are some weird ones, and they also – some they just took away. There are some elderly rates that they just took away you can't get deductions on anymore. I mean it's very complicated, and it's not going to go through how it is. Yeah. It's going to be adjusted if it It'll ever gets – if it ever – It'll be law. interesting to see if they can actually do something like this. If yeah. they can actually pass it, if there'll be enough Republicans to come behind this. Because one thing that that typically the Democratic narrative is, oh, you're just lowering taxes on the wealthy, yeah. and that's hurting people. But that's not what this is doing at all. Actually, in one tax bracket, if you're making above four hundred thousand dollars a year, it's actually it got raised like two percent. Yeah. So for wealthy people, in some cases, this tax plan actually isn't more beneficial. But for corporations yeah. and for people in the lower tax bracket it, it is better for them so that's one thing that democrats can't really attack on this yeah so and, it'll and be interesting to see the pushback that this proposal receives right and it's it's frustrating too because you can't a lot of people are hard to have a discussion with with this especially bernie supporters who he vilified millionaires rich, and it's yeah. like i agree that the rich should be paying more taxes but i don't think it's because they're not being taxed enough mm-hmm. i think it's because there's too many loopholes like yeah. I agree in lowering the tax on the rich, but also cutting off some of those loopholes because I mean if it's, it's like there's been talks about Apple has so much money offshore if they were to bring it in they'd lose like a third like they only end up with a third of it. Yeah. And it's like that sucks and I understand why they're not doing that. And yeah. if it's legal for them to do this, 
as a businessman, Why that's the not? thing to do, right? Yeah. But if you could have them bring the money back or just start off the bat not having to pay as much, then they're not going to be as incentivized to use the loopholes to try Absolutely. to keep as much money. And it's, so it's like it's frustrating because it's either like the rich need to be taxed. What do you want? 50, what do you want? 90% Bernie? What was his yeah, number? 90%. It's like you want 90% or you want like they think like the right doesn't want any. It's like, no, I want them to be taxed enough, but it's not just the factor of lowering or raising the tax rate. There's yeah. also – all the deductions, all the loopholes, all the whatever, and it's just very frustrating. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I was reading an article that's talking about this tax rate specifically and saying that it kind of, they a lot of people it seems like it totes the line on enough where it could be passed, and that Democrats won't just immediately filibuster it. Yeah, which is good because you, it needs to get pushed through. Something needs to happen, dude. Yeah, something. I mean, for for Trump's administration, something definitely needs to happen. Because if he doesn't do pass anything other than just executive year. action in his first year, he's going to look really bad, and it's going to make. I don't um, think he can do anything to not congressional look bad. Republicans. It's going to make them look really, really bad. Don't too. think they can look much worse. That is very true. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it'll be interesting. We'll see if it passes. And um, lower taxes. <clears throat> I just think it, last point on this. I think it's crazy that we're finally down to where really the the rest of the Western world is with the corporate tax rate. I mean, you look at the yeah. EU and the UK and stuff like that, and their tax rate is like twenty. percent Do they get tax country and then also EU? I don't know how that works. Like we have state and then we have federal. Do they have that as well? I don't know. Probably, because tax everything, man. Yeah. Well, they have to pay for. All the also, it gets here. rid of the, uh, or it doesn't get rid of it. It like um, <clears throat> lessens the estate tax like crazy, which I think the estate tax is. I don't is know what the estate super tax is. Mess up. It's it? like where uh, if you die, and oh, you the, didn't the write death in. tax. Yeah, it's the death yeah. tax. The the fact that someone dies, the state just gets to come in and take half of what they own. That's super messed up. That they've already been taxed on when they. Got yeah, paid. that they already got taxed yeah, on when they great. got paid and then Love it. all that good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, so that's the tax plan. Uh, we'll see what happens. We're going to be following this pretty closely as it goes through uh, the House and the Senate, obviously, and uh, see where that goes. Uh, but tell us what you guys think about this tax plan uh, below. Comment down there. We'd love to see what you guys are saying. And uh, we're going to move right into the main topic. Alright guys, welcome back, and we're going to move right into the main topic this week. We have two things that we're going to be talking about. Yep. Um, the first thing that we're going to bring up is the uh, terrorist attack that happened in New York City. Uh, over a couple days ago, right? Yeah, over, I think it was over this past weekend. Um, it was a uh, terrorist, I think it was a 29-year-old guy from uh, Uzbekistan. He drove a truck. Home on, Depot truck. A Home Depot truck? Yep. <clears throat> Freaking bad of a publicity for them. Yeah, not great, not great for Home no. Depot, man. Uh, he drove a uh, Home Depot truck through kind of like a pedestrian walkway. I think it was like a bike path. Mm -hmm. He ended up um, instantly killed six people. Then two more died on the way to the hospital. I think he injured um, five or six people as well. Um, they're in stable condition. They're not life-threatening injuries. But, I mean, you can imagine a truck hitting them. Their life has probably changed forever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think that uh, obviously this is a problem. Um the guy was – we got a motive pretty much right away. Mm -hmm. uh, there were witnesses saying that he was yelling, uh, Allah, Allah Akbar. Yeah, that's Sorry. stupid crap. Though. Yeah, my Arabic and uh, praising Allah isn't – I'm not really fresh <laughs> not on that. not really good at that. Yeah. Um, and then he jumped out with what? It was an air – a pellet gun He jumped off gun? with a paintball gun, yeah, because I think people were saying he's trying to get – provoke death by police. Yeah. So he jumped out with what? They didn't kill him guns. though, right? No, they didn't kill him. Good. Uh, yeah, well, he's in the hospital. I can, yeah. The son of the Guantanamo. So hold on. Day. He goes to the hospital <laughs> – Oh, and God. he requests to put an ISIS flag in his room because he's proud of what he did. A news story was reporting that. Is today. that can we say no to that? Yeah, I'm, say no to that. I'm just saying. Yeah, what would, be the, what would be the legal cause to say no? Um, 
Paris? You're a dickhead and I'm going to kill you? Yeah, you're terrorist. No, uh, I don't know what it was. Yeah. I mean, they didn't grant They didn't grant. I'm glad, yeah, but I'm just trying to think uh, legally. But yeah, he tra- he wanted to put up an... I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Probably because he's terrorist, he loses all right. I don't know. If, you, if That's we're taking up, Robert E. Lee plaques down, we should take some. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right? But um, anyway, so a couple things that we wanted to bring up with this story is one... Um, he was a radical Islamic terrorist, so I think that's worth noting for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had uh, President Trump kind of jump on this right away, uh, right after it happened. And I think that the order of his tweets is kind of telling. Yep. Um, and the very first thing that he tweets out right when he hears about it is, In New York City, looks like another attack by a very sick and deranged person. Law enforcement is following closely. All caps, not in the USA. Um, and, <laughs> and then after that, he tweets... We must not allow ISIS to return uh, or enter our country after defe- after defeating them in the Middle East and elsewhere. Enough. With an exclamation point. Yep. And then after that, he tweets out saying, like, thoughts and prayers with the families mm-hmm. and those suffered yeah. in the New York City attack. That one probably should have been first. Um, but probably. so here's the thing. I don't really necessarily have a problem with kind of what he's tweeting out there. Yeah. But I don't think the timing is very good. And and as we've talked about with gun control many times, it's never the right time right after a tragedy or something terrible happens to start instantly talking about policy discussion. Right. I mean, this was this was the biggest attack in New York City since 9-11. Um, of course, um, the New York City mayor, Bill uh, de Blasio, was blasting Trump for not supporting him and saying that, you know, the first thing that George Bush did after 9-11 was reach out to the senator and the mayor of New York and say if there's anything we can do. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's kind of a more presidential response. But that's not Trump. Everyone knows that's not Trump. Should Shouldn't be Trump, be, though. I don't yeah. think we should lower the standard. No, I, like de- I definitely be... don't think you should lower yeah. the standard. Um, but that's obviously not what he did. And I think it definitely drives um, striking parallels between uh, tactics of both sides and how a lot of these tactics have really become super similar, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, mm-hmm. using a tragedy to kind of start talking about policies, even if they're policies that I may agree on that I think are probably good because he talks specifically about the visa lottery program. Right, he wanted to end that because he wants this to guy got in on a legal visa. on a on, Through the visa lottery right. program, which I think the visa lottery program is, weird. is really dumb anyways. I think a merit-based system makes a lot of sense. The people of the United States absolutely have the right to pick and choose who comes into the country. Correct. Um, I, would, I would agree with that. However, I think that would be a great thing to bring up maybe a week after this and then say, hey, guys, we want to push this anyways yeah. there's enough reasons to push for a merit-based system and not just a random lottery-based system anyways so i think it's just better it's more respectful um to kind of to, to wait a little bit respect the people who uh, underwent this horrible tragedy mm-hmm. and then you know get political with it you know days a week later yeah and I, that's what I, why we want to talk about this because it's the massive blind spots that people everyone seems to have on well, if it's not, if it's my side, we can do no wrong, but they can do everything wrong. And it's like, yeah. you, you, see, you usually see with terrorist attacks with uh, weapons, firearms, assault rifles, whatever, mm. uh, you're immediately going to see the left call for gun control. We saw it in Vegas, you saw people in Florida bringing forward bans, people yeah. wanted to ban the bump stock, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like that happens immediately after, and then the right is like, why are you politicizing this? It's not about the gun, it's about the person. And then as soon as this happens, you have people on the right saying, okay, we need to immediately turn this into immigration talk. Yeah. And it's like both sides, they, they, they can't see that they do the same thing. Yeah. And it's a problem because it's like everyone's so buried deep in the trenches of their corner that yeah. they can't see over the side. Yeah. And it's super frustrating because it's like I agree with you. Like, I, like in this instance, I agree with people on the left because I do think it's messed up to make it political this quickly. Yeah. But then on the other side, that was on the right side. Yeah. And it's like – 
And then, like, right now, the right would, like, they're hating anyone that says that it's ridiculous, and then mm -hmm. it's the opposite when it's a gun thing. And it's yeah. like, you can't win because you're always just going to be demonized by the other side until you're on their side. Yeah. And then the side you were on is going to start demonizing you. And it's like, why can't we have the nice little middle part where we say, hey, let's maybe not talk about politics yeah. a couple days after. Let's give it a couple weeks. Let's maybe reach out to the freaking people that actually got injured and see what we can do to help. Absolutely. And well, it's super frustrating. No one's intellectually honest anymore. It's and it, so and the same people too, like on the left who are attacking Trump for this, it's like, yeah, I agree with you, but then wait, all I have to do can is you go hold back yourself to the same last standard? month yeah. when they were talking about gun control after the Vegas shooting. It's like, okay, well, hypocrite. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a big problem and like I said, man, I mean, I, I I just don't really get it. I don't understand why. I do. It's because people just don't care. I mean, they yeah, want sound and bites. And I, they want... Yeah, no, I think so. And honestly, I think it's – politically is probably a good move on Trump. Kind of like the NFL thing politically yeah. worked out in Trump's well, favor, Well, that's the problem, right? You're going to have to have people decide that this is a bad thing, not the politicians to decide not to do this. You're going to have to see it not be – useful yeah because i still think yeah he definitely gained political whatever Points. by doing this whatever. on his side mm -hmm. like if both if the people on the right were just didn't tolerate this and if everyone hit trump on this yeah then i'm sure he would stop because you're only doing it for po popularity to get you know yeah uh whatever brownie points or whatever and then if you had when it was gun you had people on the left and right saying hey sure gun control is a problem but let's not talk about it right now yeah that's all you have to do let's be like okay listen i might agree with you i might not doesn't matter now is not the time to discuss it. Yeah, and, and that's I think what, you'd see them stop doing it. Absolutely, and that's what's frustrating because I would love to be talking about in this story right now how, okay, Trump handled this great, and by the way, I agree with this policy that he's pushed five days later or mm -hmm. something like that. Like, that would be a great thing to do. But another problem with this is ending the visa lottery program wouldn't have even necessarily stopped this attack. And then just to be completely intellectually honest about this, once again, I don't like the visa lottery program, but there's over millions of people who have come in the country and through won. that visa lottery program, and one person did something. I mean, by a statistical standpoint, it's minute. It doesn't. Yeah. It would be factored. It'd be the outlier. You get rid of completely out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't get rid of the system, though, because the system is just garbage, anyways. I think the system is dumb because it doesn't account for people coming in who really care about assimilating into American culture or, or doing right. anything good for the economy. I think that's it's much should be much more based on that than the safety of the people. Where I think it's kind of irrelevant towards that. I don't think yeah. it really changes that much based on the safety of the people because once again, this guy had a completely clean record. The only thing that he had were a couple traffic tickets. Mm -hmm. I mean, but the FBI had said that he, they were investigating him on a separate about well, a separate thing. Well, because he had apparently talked like associated with some people on a terrorist yeah. watch list. Um, but that was, seems like a red yeah, flag. that seems like a red flag. But he was essentially clean for six yeah. years. He'd been here for eight years, and then the last two years they were kind of looking into him a little bit. And you can't. You gotta go innocent until proven guilty. That's just a standard we have to keep. Like we can't yeah. make too many assumptions about people because then you're starting to restrict people. Yeah. And you're gonna incorrectly assume you're, you're bound to do it. Yeah. But I agree. Like I, you agree with the destination, but not the path there. Like yes, yeah, that is something that needs to be talked about. But I don't think this is the reason to back that up or why you should push for this right now. And then it's disingenuous to say that getting rid of this policy or or um, promoting my immigration ban or whatever you want to call it would have stopped this right because it wouldn't have yeah but once again way, i completely support it yeah so but it's like but not for that reason it's like when the person did the shooting in vegas and then hillary starts talking about silencers and, and it's like it's it like, wasn't used no that's completely that's not connected yeah at you all. can want silencers gone but to say that it's this is a this is a reason to back the reason to get rid of silence it's like that's just not even it's in, not it's right at all if, if you're gonna propose a policy and say that it's gonna fix the problem 
it should fix the problem, right. not just be this kind of unrelated thing over here that you just want to Which pass. is the big problem we've always had with the assault weapons ban because we've had it before and it didn't, it do, didn't anything. do anything. We had it under Bill Clinton. Literally nothing happened. No yeah. change in gun violence because, hey, surprise, they're not used often. Yeah. And it's it's super annoying. And it's so. like we can't – doesn't matter because what matters is the headlines and the holy crap, the hysteria that they can – the media can drum up and politicians can drum up. On yeah. their fan base and the hatred they can jump up on the opposite fan base by just saying one tweet. And it's got to change this this whole culture around politics in the United States has got to change from the bottom up. It's not going to change from I the agree. top down at all because I mean the people who are in the who are running our government in the political seat in the political positions they are are ambitious people, right? They're after power, they're after control. That's not necessarily a bad thing to be ambitious, but you have to have a pretty big ego. You have to be out there wanting to conquer the world if you're going to be even in the Senate or the president or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's – I mean obviously I put the fault on them because they're doing it. But as the, as the people electing the representative uh, minority, we should kind of understand that and dictate to them what is okay because as we continue – electing the exact same senators for decades man yes. people have been in there since the <laughs> 80s and 90s how do you blame them it's like a company that you don't like but you keep buying their products yeah. over and over and over again well they're going to keep doing the same stuff because they keep getting paid put back in, yep. in, in, in office yeah. i yeah i totally agree and it, yeah it is going to happen at a cultural level and you've seen it history parties have changed what they're pushing has changed based on societal changes because at the end of the day it is people we're we're a republic it's uh, people yeah you elect people based on what you think so if you're changing what you think you're not going to elect the same people yeah and they're going to want to get and we can do better and we need to do better oh we so can do better the message. pretty much everywhere <laughs> there you go yeah uh someone else who can do better yeah is, uh kevin spacey here is the next yeah hollywood elite so kind there's of kind of just hit. been a meltdown in uh hollywood of mm -hmm. uh after the the weinstein crap it's just been uh what is it uh, uh accusation after accusation of like so many people, mostly producers and stuff. You've seen people on the back and people that have a lot of power in green lighting movies and getting yeah. roles. But this was actually came out last week of Kevin Spacey being accused of, uh, I, I don't know what we like sexual. Uh, people were calling it sexual harassment, but it's not it's sexual harassment of, at all. It would be at best sexual assault. Yeah. At worst, just inter sexual inappropriateness with a fourteen-year-old when he was boy, over yeah. eighteen. Yeah. This was like thirty years ago. But the uh, the weirdest thing about it to me personally was his statement. <laughs> so this happened. Uh, uh, a man, a, a play, a, a actor, and a, a play actor, actor and play, yeah, yeah, or something, uh, came out and said, "Hey, this happened a long time ago when I was fourteen. I had just come up, and Spacey invited me to a party." Uh, Which I, hold on, who weird, invites right? a fourteen year old to a like? Yeah. Hey guys, we're having this kick butt party at my house man it's gonna be totally get turned up get the 14 year olds over here like what the heck dude yeah and then yeah so the 14 year old the guy that was 14 said that uh it was he was uncomfortable at the party a lot of people were drunk and he asked to leave or whatever yeah. or he kind of was hanging out by himself and then spacey came up to him and was being inappropriate with him or whatever apparently apparently picked him up put him on his bed and yeah so got what, yeah. on top of him yeah he said he picked him up put him on his bed yeah and was being sexual with him or whatever and he was like yeah. no and I, there was nothing like any more than that right he was able to get away yeah he was able he said. said he was able to get away but the weird thing to me like i said was kevin spacey's statement which he made on what was it instagram federal post on that yeah, yeah it was, on it was, instagram, it was, it was twitter like... i think okay so what he said was i have a lot of respect and admiration for anthony rapp as an actor i'm beyond horrified to hear his story i honestly do not remember the encounter i would have it, it would have been over 30 years ago but if I did behave then, as he describes, I owe him the sincerest apology 
for what I did and would have been. I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior, and I am sorry for the feelings he described having carried with him all these years. This story has encouraged me to address other things about my life. I know that there are stories out there about me and have some have been fueled by the fact that I have been pr so protective with my privacy. As those closest to me know, I, in my life I have had relationships with both men and women. I have loved and had romantic encounters with men throughout my life, and I choose now to live as a gay man. I want to deal with this honestly and open, openly, and that starts with examining my own behavior. So we had what the, I get out of that is Kevin Spacey's gay man. Right? Congratulations for him. He's free finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. It's so good, good weird. job, Kevin. So you saw the first part of it where he's saying, "Oh, I can't believe I did that. I don't remember. It was just drunken behavior. I'm sorry." I don't think that like you can't drunkenly. First of all, that's a horrible freaking response. Yeah, like, most people are like, "No, I don't." Like, these accusations are false. That's yeah. not true. But he's like, well, I mean, it was like 30 years ago. I, I don't I, know I was, if I did or not. I was drunk. So. Yeah, so I'm sorry if I did. I don't I'm know sorry if I molested that 14 year old. Yeah, boy. like, that's drunk, messed man. up. And then it's the quick side to, oh, by the way, guys, I'm gay. Let's talk yeah. about that. And then you saw media picking up on the gay thing. And I'm like, what is going Some on? Of those that's not the important part. Where like Kevin Spacey announces that he's gay. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, oh, you, you missed, missed the whole thing. Dude, I am convinced. Frank Underwood from house of cards is the actual person and kevin spacey's a character because this was a frank move yeah freaking oh, totally, admit kind of but not really and then pivot yeah to hey i'm by the way guys i'm gay and then you saw a lot of people in the gay community coming out and saying whoa 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 why are you we, associating we these things we don't want this guy there's no connection with molesting 14 year old boys and being gay you might as well have said you changed his favorite color to purple yeah like they're not connected <laughs> in any way and so that was really weird to me and now you've seen a couple of people come out with allegations yeah, uh, you've seen House of Cards. Uh, they had said that season six was their last season. Netflix announced had, that. Yeah, had a mm -hmm. while ago. But then now this week they've announced that they've suspended the filming because they're still filming it currently. Okay. Uh, indefinitely they've suspended filming. They haven't canceled it, but suspended indefinitely. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's a song that's going back, which sucks. Especially as more people kind of come out. Right. If like more people do. I mean, like, so what we know is he had an inappropriate thing with a 14 year old we also have seen kind of people have now dug back into the history of hollywood and there's been odd people things. Have known, well he talks about how close friends of mine have known i've had relationships with both men and women but what about the but, kids yeah kids. yeah that's like I, like friends. that's the problem like but also it was kind of known that's around what i'm saying hollywood as well like we had seth mcfarlane there's a family, family guy. There was a family guy, a little skit of Stewie running down saying, I just got out of Kevin Spacey's base basement. Yeah, Stewie's the baby in the show. And yeah. Like, that's freaking hysterical. That happened, like, back in 2005. Then apparently you had Rosie O'Donnell. Who, yeah, gosh, she said she had heard it or something. Yeah, she was like, oh, I knew about this all along. And people were like, well, why didn't, didn't you say, say anything? anything then? And, and she's like, oh, I didn't really. You heard rumblings. Wasn't enough evidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You heard rumblings. But and I mean. So it sounds damning and it sounds and that sucks. Absolutely. Like, it, it does. Like, and. I don't know, like, what's the statute of limitations on this? If it was thirty years ago, I I have no idea. Yeah, if you can still, I yeah, like if you can still, um, kind of press charges or right, have like it's just messed up, ago. and it sucks with Kevin Spacey. Well, not only because I like House of Cards and I want to see how it freaking ends, and I'm really sad now that it's not. I'm probably not going to get an ending, and the show's so complex that like, I probably couldn't even fathom how they were going to end it. You know, like I wouldn't expect the way lost they were going to end it. Yeah, lost style. Uh, so that kind of sucks. But the same thing, like I. I I would want Kevin Spacey to be reprimanded. Like, there needs to be repercussions oh, to this, right? But I don't know how there's going to be. Also, yeah, no, I totally agree. And this brings up another point, and not to defend Kevin Spacey at all, but I feel like we're almost kind of getting close to a point where it's 
guilty until proven innocent almost especially with sexual allegations and once again i i believe that kevin spacey probably did this especially because he didn't deny it in any way yeah but it's getting to the point now where you can kind of say that someone sexually assaulted you or harassed you and whether you did or not it can ruin you oh yeah like imagine if he didn't do this and he was like wait no i this didn't happen at all i never Mm. had this and then maybe a couple other people who saw an opportunity to make some money and sue him came out and said something and then his hit show is ruined and once again i don't think that's the case at all with this but it's kind of dangerous and sets some kind of precedence at least in the eyes of the public to where you can really almost be guilty until proven innocent and that's Mm -hmm. why i think kind of due process is so important and if he is guilty that's great let's you know have some of these people press some charges against him we can convict him with something right away if he's guilty of this throw his freaking butt in jail that's fine with me he deserves it but I think that 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 system in place is super, super important. Plus, I mean, it's Hollywood. I think it's going to be hard to get any of the people to be in jail for any big amount of time yeah, if no, they're being Hollywood, you know? And it's really gross that it's like now you're hearing not only of this thing happening with people that we know, yeah. but people don't know, people we know as well. But then you're also hearing everyone else being like, oh, yeah, I kind of knew that. Yeah, it's I like, knew you kind of knew this? Yeah. Like, people, like, you kind of knew Kevin Spacey did kids. You kind of knew Weinstein uh, like, molested girls. Huh? There's that other gross guy that was doing. I forget his name now, but he was like masturbating in front of girls and stuff, yeah. trying to get them places. So you kind of knew that as well, and it's like you knew kind of all these things. Why aren't you saying? And you're anything? yelling at the president that said one bad word. Yeah, like fix yourselves, man. This yeah. is gross. You are hiding all of this from everybody. Yeah, and yeah, I just I don't know. It's sick, man, and I think that this is going to kind of continue to happen in and throughout oh, Hollywood. Dude, it is like an avalanche, now, dude. It man. really is. And well, honestly, what's going to happen in a year? Well, dude, what I was wondering, I was uh, reading an article, and they were saying, when do you think this stuff is going to hit D.C. at all? Because you know there's some major slime bags oh, in yeah. D.C., dude. Like, it would be interesting to see if any of this kind of stuff starts getting leaked or starts happening mm-hmm. in Washington at all. Because, I mean, Hollywood's pretty freaking elite. Washington, D.C., obviously pretty elite. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see when that infiltrates, if it does, into that mm-hmm. arena. But I think we're definitely seeing a sickness that's all throughout Hollywood that everyone's kind of known. It's been happening for decades. Yeah. It's, decades and decades. It's it's not a new joke, or it's not yeah. a new thing to talk about. I mean, it's always the like, oh, yeah, they do stuff to get into movies. But it's movies. really depressing that a lot of these people haven't stepped up and said things earlier. And we've kind of well, talked about this a little yeah, bit before. You can understand if it's a young, young up-and-coming actor, it still doesn't make it morally right for them to not say anything, right. but it's definitely more excusable and understandable. But these people, like, if you're a Matt Damon, if you're a George Clooney, if you're a Rosie O'Donnell, and you know this kind of stuff is happening and you don't say anything, that's bad, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's borderline complicit in the act of what right. he's doing. It's yeah, and especially when it's like it's like I'm not not I don't want to like wait these, mm-hmm. but like children, like if you kind of knew he did stuff with children, yeah. that's like I think that you should even come forward more. Like, oh, like gosh, what the heck? Dude. Anyone you know? anyone who does anything like that should I definitely yeah no I'm not I'm not opposed to that. not opposed to that. Um, in any and the only thing that does kind of stuck with these these floodgates being opened, and I think that we're moving on. Like quickly between people, you know, like because no the one's... next one comes up. Yeah, it's and like all oh, from now we're gonna be about like, Wait, Kevin, what? What yeah. happened? And so it's like I want like, and I know courts move slow, and it's gonna suck, and it's yeah. gonna be long and drawn out, and you're probably not gonna see jail time. The majority of these people, I can't yeah. imagine. I don't know, maybe because especially like Weinstein, there's been so many. Yeah, but I don't even think Bill Cosby's in jail yet, Mm-mm. and that was an insane amount. He's like the number one serial rapist of all time. Yeah, yeah, and it's like he's not even in jail yet. So I don't know what like hope there is. 
But yeah. like, really, with Hollywood, especially, it's got to clean itself, which sucks because I don't really trust See them. that happening at all. Uh, they should probably put out like a nice video, black and white, <laughs> telling me what to think. They should make an ad. They should make an ad. No, <laughs> but they need to. They need to clean this up because we yeah. can't clean it up. And they know if like they have all these. There's, you gotta know there's more people that they kind of know Absolutely. about. Absolutely. And so you kind of just hope that this all gets put forward. And my the optimist part of myself, the very small part of me that's an optimist, is like good. Well, that one percent. We're we're airing out the dirty laundry, and we're gonna get. We're just gonna clean house yeah man we're gonna get great new moral super ethical awesome people in hollywood now. oh yeah totally that's it breeds that actually hollywood <laughs> it's very well known for breeding that um but yeah i mean kevin that sucks man and i liked kevin spacey in house of cards he's freaking awesome yeah but i do dude, think kevin no spacey played that character. character so well man because his um last point on this his brother had kind of come out and talked about how his father had sexually abused them and physically yeah. abused them as children and I don't think he was necessarily making an excuse for Kevin because he made it kind of seem like, listen, my brother's sick. This kind of stuff has been going on for a while. Mm, like, yeah, he is. He is sick. But to kind of play into that, I think that has a much bigger role with him being possibly a pedophile than the fact that he was gay, like you were saying. Yeah, like, I the don't gay know. community is like, wait, no, this isn't correlated yeah, at all. Yeah, like, why are you throwing us in here? Like, we and don't it, we don't want to be – because it is it, – it, come on. There's studies that, that definitely show that um, sexual um, – um, parents and stuff like that being oh, assault uh, sexually oh, assaulting their children up. and stuff totally messes people up sexually yeah. a, a lot of pedophiles or because their parents sexually abuse them as children and stuff like yeah. that that has a much bigger role yeah. it's in just that, a gross reality it's super in. messed up man and who who knows who's going to be next honestly at this point like, yeah it could really be anyone and i would not i wouldn't be it. surprised about pretty much anyone i in can't Hollywood think of anyone i would be like wow i kind of don't think highly of any of them yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap up uh, the main topic this week. Be sure and tell us what you think below, and we're going to move right into what you're doing. All right, guys, we're going to finish off the show in our last segment, as we always do, which, of course, is the what triggered us. This is the part where, of the show where we replace all logical and rational thinking and replace it only with emotion. And, uh, Seth, what triggered you this week, man? Um, interesting story. Actually. What are one of the things that no, triggered yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, a while back, we did a video on um, Evergreen State College. College. College, college, yeah. Evergreen State College and the the craziness that went down there. Uh, was it putting earlier it this year? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was, I think um, it was back in like March or something. And uh, it the school is still kind of in turmoil. Uh, Brett Weinstein has left, obviously, and I mean there was videos that came out of the students basically just taking over the uh, college. And then, then in a recent uh, uh, I guess talk or whatever, the president came out and was talking about how he suffered trauma from this. Mm -hmm. And this is the same president that bowed to their knees. To the students' knees. Yes, when everything was going on. He didn't have a backbone. He gave into their demand. It was awful. If you haven't seen the video, uh, do a little bit of research on, yes. on Evergreen College or watch our video. The link is in the description yeah, below. He but had, it was crazy. He had the ability to stop this before it got bad. Oh, yeah. And even to just back Brett. I mean, the, the school turned on Brett Weinstein, who was the, oh, yeah. the heart of it all, because he didn't want to leave. He wasn't didn't like being told he wasn't allowed to be at school because he was white. Crazy thing, right? Crazy Doesn't teachers, like racist. Teachers yeah. should be at the school. So anyway, uh, the statement by the president uh, reads as this. Something wasn't working quite, quite right. I just didn't feel right. Uh, it's uh, He said that he's uh, still talking to a psychologist trying to work it out and how his, like, his head's not in the right place now and that. But what he says is the reasoning is that the exposure 
The exposure of your personal character to vilification is the hardest piece. That's where the trauma comes from. For me, at least. It wasn't the students. I really believe that. Oh, it wasn't now, the students Now, as someone that probably you could say has uh, contributed to the vilification of his character, mm-hmm. in just that I think he's kind of spineless, uh, I, I just – I can't believe you're still making excuses for the <laughs> students. Like, you can see in video – we have videos of them yelling at him to say certain words, to not have his hands up because they're microaggressives, dictating every piece of his word, being super disrespectful – he is the president of the school, and them telling him, "No, you're gonna have to tell all the teachers we're not going to class." Like, yeah. just taking full advantage of him and him just giving him these demands. Bowing down into every need. Right, and then now to say that the trauma is because well, everyone got to see me for what I am, and that's the problem. It's like, no, the problem was the students. Yeah, like there shouldn't be an issue with people seeing how you are unless you're a horrible person. Yeah, like if you're mad at being exposed for what you are. Yeah, I don't like. Yes, you should have stood up and said something, but it's the student or stopped it. But it's the student's fault initially for acting that that situation. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Now that we've seen who you are, yeah, I'm gonna vilify you even more because you're super spineless and have no balls. Yeah, it's the student's fault in the first place. Yes, yeah, and I mean, yeah, it sucks, and I feel bad because I don't want like mental trauma on anyone. But I just I can't understand the moving of the blame this much. Like, holy crap, man, just take responsibility that you kind of let it get out of control. I don't he's still the president of this college, man. Well, like, this college, I mean, it's kind of just, they basically just, they kicked the right out and then just buttoned down all the hashes and now they're just like, we're not going to let go. I mean, yeah. the, the, I've heard though, and they were talking about it recently on a Rogan uh, podcast about mm-hmm. how, uh, what is it, uh, attendance or what, like the attendance amount, of the college. yeah, is very low. Yeah. Funding is getting low. They're trying to cut funding on like, Oh, These are repercussions that. that need to happen when something like this happens because it was absolutely insane. Who's going to want to send their kid to a college where literally the students are running it? There's no teacher. They literally had packs of students walking around school being yeah. like police yeah. with batons, it's checking cars that people were driving by, looking for Brett. Want like what were they supposed to do? When they well, got they were probably checking the cars because the cars were going to run them down, right? Probably, and then the president. I mean, it's the car's fault. Yes, yeah, messed up in the head. But yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it, it, it. The article that he did with the Chronicle, he was saying he was, he's a broken man or whatever, and it's like, yeah, probably. But I kind of think it's kind of his fault, and you, he had the power to stop this, or to actually like, you know, he could have made such a difference. I think if he did, be like, no, like this is not going to happen. Like they stormed into his office and wouldn't let him leave. Like he. He wasn't allowed. They wouldn't let him go to the bathroom by himself. They had to escort him to the bathroom. He called the police, told him to stand down. I have, no, the, I have yeah. no sympathy for this No, he, he made it. He made his – He brought he, it on him. Yeah, himself. exactly. So not – I'm sorry that you feel vilified, but really we just all saw you for what you are. And when push comes to shove, you basically – You could have fixed it. And by the way, you still can fix it. You're still the president. But No, it's not. Alas, I mean, it wasn't the students. Like, it's not it's the not students. It's not the students. Fault. There's nothing to fix. Yeah. yeah. It's everyone right. else. So anyway, what triggered you this week? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so this was glorious, man. Um, so this is an ad put out by the uh, Latino Victory Fund, and there is a, a race going on in Virginia. Um, the Republican uh, representative in Virginia right now is Ed Galipsby. Okay. Ed Galipsby, yes, I said that right. There it is. Um, and so I'm just going to kind of play this ad. It's about a minute long. You can watch it, and quite frankly, it's pretty freaking ridiculous. Here it is.
Is this what Donald Trump and Ed Gillespie mean by the American dream? Latino Victory Fund paid for and is responsible for the content of this advertisement. Is that what they mean by the American dream? Wow. I mean, that is... <laughs> I have no words. Uh, first of all, no. No, that is not what they mean by the American dream. The American dream is the ability for you to make that ad and not go to jail. Yeah, there you go. That's the American dream. Uh, but yeah, no, this is insane, man. Like, who... He's, he checks off all the boxes, man. He's got a truck. He's this white guy driving around. That he's sounds got, like you. He's got the Confederate flag, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, no. He's got the don't tread on me. It's on your shirt there. <laughs> yeah, this is oppressive somehow, uh, even though liberating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like, he's and then literally the just chasing the kids. And yeah. you have everyone, man. You they have, checked up all the minorities. Yeah, you've got the Hispanic kid. You've got the uh, the black kid. You've got the Muslim girl running around. Not, maybe not Muslim. Else. Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, I'm sorry. Yeah, the freaking um, American or. Arabic American, whatever that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, you got everything in there, and he's chasing him. Driving. First of all, scenario one: never run down an alley if you're being chased. Unless it's smaller than the truck. vehicle that you're being chased by. Yeah, there you go. Not smart. They also ran by a lot of buildings. <laughs> could have probably could have gone, gone in. in. But no, this ad is completely ridiculous, dude. And it, is I mean, it? they were totally, yeah, <laughs> they were totally serious at yeah. the end of that thing, man. Saying that Donald Trump promotes this and that Ed Glepsy promote this. And no, he's come out and said, like, what the heck is this about? And the I do not promote running kids. <laughs> yeah, right? And as of now, the candidate who is running against him hasn't condemned this at all. That probably would have been politically smart for him to do because, honestly, I'm sure the vast majority of Democrats who would support that other candidate would be like, come on, guys, this commercial is this is over pretty ridiculous. Top. I mean, Holy come on. At least crap. I would like to think that, and I believe that's true. But this is crazy, man. And I believe that the people who made this commercial honestly think like that we Trump nailed it. Like we yeah, got dude, this. like, oh, this was a great idea. But it goes into like how vilified extremes are on both sides because if you believe that's the people that you're fighting against or in opposition towards, then yeah, call him a Nazi, punch him in the face if that's really what you think. And it's mm. so twisted. And like dude. Donald Trump doesn't even so, own a truck. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's clear he would have used like a tour bus or like Air Force One or his bigger plane. Exactly. That he owns. Not really efficient. Not a truck. Dude, that. Come yeah. on. No, that's just it's it's and what's super, super, like, horrible timing for this ad, too, by the way, because this is what's going oh, yeah, on in their make-believe York. world. And then you go over in reality, and, and there's the actually... brother actually ran... <laughs> <laughs> there's actually someone running someone Yeah, it's just it's bad all the way around, dude. Yeah, dude, I just thought this was just absolutely ridiculous. And, what's their I mean, victory, man? Latino victory. Man. They weren't yeah. even all Latin in the video. It doesn't matter. All minorities and are Latinos. And white people versus white people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just thought that was insane. Ooh, and you really just have that to seems laugh like an it. SNL skit. I know you would done. think, right? But no, I need to look at it. I, I can't believe that this is actually a thing. Like, yeah. who green greenlighted this? Yeah. This is a good idea, guys. <laughs> this is it. gonna get our personal. Oh like, my gosh, what is wrong with this freaking country? <sighs> a man? lot, good sir, a lot. And uh, we're gonna end the show there on that wonderful positive yep. note. Don't forget to have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, it's, if you missed it by now, yes. you know. But uh, tell us what you guys thought of this video in the comment section below. We love to hear it from you guys. Uh, be sure and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google Play, iTunes. Check out BeyondBorders.com. Uh, we got some pretty cool stuff uh, coming up soon with Amazon merch. Yep. Uh, we're still uh, just getting um, ready to get qualified in the last steps of that, but we're going to be putting out uh, some of our merch, some of our hats and shirts, uh, or shirts out there for you guys to check out. So that's really exciting. And uh, until next week, guys, always remember, stay informed.